from the north side of Minneapolis, bro. The the culture that comes from here permeates the whole world. Okay, everybody loves Minneapolis sound, and there's something in that water. Like there's a mantle. Anything I got, I do. It has to be massive. It has to be killing. And I'm really locked in a mode right now, and I'm so on fire to be an artist right now. Welcome to the Gig Boss Podcast, a show about music industry and artistry. I'm Adam Meckler, and it's my mission to get you the tools to have a thriving career in music. And today, today, we've got L.A. Buckner on the show. L.A. is a drummer and producer out of North Minneapolis. You may know him from his work with PBS Soundfield, the awesome YouTube series produced by PBS. L.A.'s band, Big Homie, went number one on iTunes in 2020. Selling downloads in 2020, I asked him how he did it. We had a great conversation. Ellie's an incredibly inspiring human, and I just know you're going to enjoy this conversation. Oh, and this is L.A. on drums in my song, Sunshine Is Out, in the bumper music. Without further ado, L.A. Buckner. How you doing, family? I'm doing great. How are you? Solid. I'm solid. That's um, awesome. I'm solid. I'm cool. Could complain, right. but I'm not about to. Not going to. Yeah, doesn't help. So you're uh, you're family man now. Yeah, yep. Uh, I got a daughter. Her name is Onyx Rose Buckner. Onyx Rose. She's, Onyx Rose. Yep. She's one. She is a little chicken nugget. Yep. That's awesome. It's the homie. It's the homie. Yep. That's awesome. Has that changed? Like, uh, you know, not to get into it too deep, I guess, right away, but has that changed what kind of gigs you take now and road stuff? And like, how's that impacted what you do? Super, super. I, um, certain gigs that I could afford to do, I can't even afford to do no more. Yeah. No matter what they're paying, no matter what the, how good the pay is, I can't even do it for the safety, for the being like here in Minnesota, it's very, it's different being a black, a very tall black man in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. It's very different. You know, I can't do, I can't, I can't be driving 45 minutes away to no farm to do a wedding. You know what I'm saying? Even though you're super rich, it's super, it's, it's lit, but I'm the only black person in the, like, it's not, it's not safe to do that no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've had to let that gig go in the last year. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah. But yeah, it just, it changes the, uh, like it gotta be really serious for me to even want to leave the house now. Right. And I, and I got the setup here at the crib. I'm writing music now, way more music now. And it's like to get, be out and perform, like it gotta be worth it. Like the people or the, the, the music we're playing or the pay, it gotta be it. You know? Right. Right. I was talking, talking with, good. yeah, I was talking with uh, Jason Fabus about the three pillars of every gig. They're like, the triangle. Yeah. The triangle, yeah. 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 I seen that clip on IG. I seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, right? I mean, yeah, it's yeah. gotta be good hang, good money. Two of the three, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, good music. And, and good music. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but th- but now like I'm I make sure my gig is that. You know what I'm saying? Like my like my band, like Big Homie, whoever is on the gig is gonna be it's gonna be a lit time. I'm trying to get everybody paid so that we don't play a whole lot. Right. You know saying? But we have like corporate joints that be like, okay, and we get to play what I want to play. It's, it's going to be lit. You know what I mean? So yep. it's like, but so if a gig don't pay super good, people will still be super down because of the the hang and the, you know what I'm saying, the music and the challenge that it is. People yep. are still going to be down. You know, that's how, that's how you actually end up gigging with a lot of more elite players is it's like the hang has to be there and the music has to be challenging and the pay will take care of itself. Like, it's just, I just want to spend my time fruitfully. Right, more than get compensated for what I'm doing. I just, you know, what I'm saying. Yep, I'm trying to spend the time. Truthfully, I'm learning the time is money thing. I'm learning mm-hmm. the time is money thing. So many different ways. Like, yeah, you don't even get paid for your gift because anybody can do the job. Yep. It's like you get paid for the time that it's going to the time that you put in. You Leading know what I'm up to yep, yeah, the preparation. Do I used to be in my practice room at McNally? looking at charts and like on the drums are like is this really what i'm finna do in my life i'm like yep. oh, it's gonna have to work it's gonna work for me that's what i used to say that's what i used to say all the time like all right it's gonna work it gotta work and it's working low-key it's working like yeah okay i get it 
So what are you, are you being strategic with big homie about, I mean, you talked about what gigs you take. Are you trying to build a club show show to, are you putting like a show together? That's like a, that's geared towards that. Or are you like, we'll play whatever we're trying to do, you know, corporate gigs, private parties. You, you did a tour not too long ago, right? With that band. I was touring with, uh, with Mike, with Mike. Oh, uh, right, M right, right. M -M -Y -Y -K -K. And Omar. And, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which that, that's, a another and, and like so yeah the gigs that i'm taking it has to be fruitful like that's another project where the hang incredibly solid the music yep. lit. so the yep. pay it'd be nice and then if someone would be like whatever come on you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but that's exactly the situation i'm talking about there was the only i like playing for artists now now that i'm like i'm realizing like i'm a i'm an artist yeah you know what i'm saying like so I, I have to i can't just be playing for everybody because right. i i really only want to play my stuff you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like i'm super choosy super picky with the artists that i choose to play with you know what i'm saying if i'm gonna yep. grow from it if it's going if it's if it's if i'm gonna be a dope piece to the puzzle like okay i can see how this is gonna work yet but you know i have to get i had to get really good at um saying no i'm still not even good at saying no i still yeah. be doing the most right but right but you know but there's the a period line, of time there's a period of time right early on where you are like it's kind of like you say yes to a lot it's like you're learning you're connecting you're meeting people exactly. you're figuring that stuff about about yourself and then you go 100%. like all right i gotta start saying no 100 percent, yeah uh and then you gotta go through that thing of like spreading yourself way too thin and like the quality kind of be lacking and you're like okay you gotta chill you gotta yep. really uh hone in yeah but yeah th this podcast is really dope uh, Adam, I've oh, seen all the man. clips. Like, yeah, dude, you're, you're tearing it up. The aesthetic. I see you got the what we got in the corner right there. What's that? I got my flugelhorn here. Okay, uh, there's a, there's a lava lamp back there, but the the light needs to be changed. I'd love to have the lava lamp going. Oh, at the same bye, time. Bye. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> be able to, well, whatever. I used to write in here late nights, and I'd have the lava lamp going. You know, and I'd be working okay. in the studio writing. That's a classic. Songs. That's a classic. I've been writing lately, Adam. Yep. I have been writing actually, and it's like. I feel good about it again. You know, you know what? Okay, so look, look, I'm coming into a realization, right? Yep. I'm from the north side of Minneapolis, bro. I'm from mm -hmm. the north side of Minneapolis. Okay. Yep. The the culture that comes from here permeates the whole world. Yeah. Okay. Everybody loves Minneapolis sound. Mm -hmm. And there's something in that water. Like there's a mantle that is like here still that I, I feel like, you know what? anything i got i do it has to be it has to be massive it has to be killing and i'm really locked in a mode right now adam like i just left this job that i was doing i just left it like very recently and i'm so on fire to be an artist right now and play and like oh, release. Awesome. i'm so on fire and i'm like i went number one on itunes on the jazz i was charts. gonna ask you about that so that that's is that a download sales thing that's a download. Like, thing. how did you get people to download your shit in 2020? That's it's the question. It's community, bro. Yeah. It's the it's the community. I ain't gonna say it's just the north side alone, but like it's literally community and people that you know face to face. It's people, bro. It's community. Yeah. It's still it's old fashioned. Yeah. Right. Um and one person who's figured that out early on when he was 20 years old is an artist named Javante Patton. He's from mm. Minnesota. He's from Northside. He's from yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah, I've he, seen him on Facebook. I don't know him. Number one on, he's been number one on Billboard four or five times now. Wow. But he plays that numbers game and he knows exactly. It's like, it's community. I, I learned that. I, and I was in, a, I, I played for him back in the day when we was all, all coming up. That's yep. the first, uh, that's, that was my real college experience. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. DFY Deliverance for Youth, Javante Patton and DFY. It was a, a community choir here in Minneapolis. That was college for me. That's mm -hmm. what I was learning, what I'd be doing right now. That's where I was the beginnings. I happened to be going to, to school at the same time to at McNally Smith. Yep. But my outside school experience, my extracurricular experience was the real yeah. school. That's know? always going to be the realest info and yeah, yeah. And real like, time he, feedback and like it, that, that was when Facebook was just popping and, you know, Instagram was in the very beginning stages. So like the social media thing and promoting through social media, like that 
he had that in the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I came up in that realm. So that the number one thing, it was like, whoa, this is wild. I was, I was standing right here when I when I got the news. I was like, yeah, dang, that's crazy. But I see how real it is, and it's like I have to wear this North Minneapolis thing on my back, like, because mm-hmm. it's like it's when you know, you know, people like everybody's all my OGs. Their favorite musician is Stokely. Yeah, Stokely from the Twin Cities. Okay, like yep. there's something here in the water. Like all my OGs, Calvin Rogers, Sput, everybody who hitting it. Every, every real musician who like not. I can't say every real. I, can't, I cats who's on the gigs that I'm. I, I love that we watching and it. All the cats that we've been inspired by, they've been inspired by Stokely. Yep. Stokely's from here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There's something. There's a sound here. It's it's churchy, but it's close to Africa. It's a mixture of things. Yep, yep. There's a lane. There's a lane. You know what I'm saying? And I think the black experience, it's it, it it's reflected in the music here. Prince, hey, I heard some vault tracks from Prince. I heard yep. some, some vault tracks. And he was talking about being black, living in Minneapolis, talking about revolution, talking about talking about it's, it was and it sounded churchy. I'm like, I ain't never heard like with the label not let that come out like it, it was fire but i was like okay that i felt the responsibility i was cutting grass when i heard when i was listening to it. i was just like this is eerie it's eerie yeah but i feel the responsibility though adam and obviously that, that racial tension has been going on in america forever but in minneapolis in particular it's and okay. then that's more evidence that you know the prince was talking about it then too i was riding right after um right after george floyd i was riding my bike over south and i seen a yard sign it was like a a sheet that was hanging on the fence and it said prince was the only one that's that told you the revolution would be in minneapolis Hmm. i was like oh dang that's a bar that's so real but like let's count backwards uh amir Locke, okay dante wright i've had to play his funeral yeah george floyd um um Jamar Clark, Philando Castillo, and and there's several other names, several names of black people killed by Minnesota police. It's like there's definitely something going on here, something in the water. And like, I I couldn't even go. I had to leave a a show. Um, Jacob Collier came to Fillmore. He's so dope. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm definitely pulling up. Boom, got a ticket, boom, boom. I had to leave by the fourth song. I got there before everything started, and there was the, I it was so many uh aggressions, so many me being a large black man in a yeah. in a crowded white space is um you can it's the tension is palpable. Hmm. And I know I ain't crazy because I I live this every day, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like just uh, no no space, no personal space acknowledgement. People just walking steps, scuffing your shoes, bumping past you. They don't see you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Drinks spilling on your shoes or uh, uh, guys grabbing their girls close from away from you. It's just like, dang, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I remember Questlove talking about this. Like Questlove talked about being, because he's a really tall black man. You know, mm-hmm. it's like talked about mm-hmm. being in an elevator with a woman and she's like clutching her purse and he was like this if i had a nickel for every time this happened you know oh, i would be i would be balling you know what i'm yeah. saying but um but th- it, that's reflected in the music too i was wondering why my music sound so intense the way it do like and i'd I be having to catch my breath after every song but like mm. but the feel good the good the the joy of it the the the, the cool part of it, it sounds just as funky that like so it's it, all of that. Our flavor is, yo, yo. Our flavor is palpable throughout the world. My homie Corey Stampley, the, my my production mentor, mm. who taught me everything I know about making beats. He just got a placement with Chris Brown. The song dropped today. Sick, a Christmas song. But like, there's a sound. It's like there's a thing that's happening. Yeah, in Minneapolis, like we're such a low key uh, place. I'm saying we're a low-key city. We're a very small, big city. We're a big, yep. small, small city. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Um, but with but earnest music, with big sounds coming out. A sound that 
Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis got inducted to the Hall of Fame this year. Yep. 41 number ones. Yep. That's crazy. And I, they went to my high school. They <laughs> they live in yep. my neighborhood. I, I, I listened to the, the podcast with them, and I read, I listened to Morris Day's book. And this dude was talking about North High School, talking about yep. my school, talking about my neighborhoods. Oh, God, I'm sorry. It's oh. all right. But yeah. I just got to uh I just got to play with Jelly Bean recently. Unk. Which yeah, is, and, uh, and really fun. Jelly Bean is the green light. Yeah. So you know every musician who's on tour who comes into town, they got a night off or they after the show they're gonna stop by bunkers. But Jelly Bean is my green light to like people know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like like I met Ronald Bruner. And I introduced him to Jelly Bean. He was just like, he was like, no, bro, like this is huge for me. Like, I'm like, yeah, this uh, man, but like, yeah. this, oh, you gotta, it's a part of the culture. You got to welcome everybody in when they come through. You know what I'm saying? You got to pull up on your people when they come to town. That's how we yep. keep the musician, uh, that culture alive, right? Mm -hmm. um, Spud, same thing, came to Bunkers. And I asked him, I was like, you met Jelly Bean yet? He was just like, Jelly Bean Johnson? I'm like, he's right over here. He was like, bro, you got to make that happen. I'm like, come on, man, what's up? Boom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's a thing. That influence from the city, it permeates the world. Who doing? It was, was in town playing for Toto. Sput was in wow. town playing for Toto. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. it, it's everywhere. It's permeated yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So, your new music that you're working on, you're writing right now, uh, are you working on music that's instrumental? Or are you working on music that's going to have lyrics? You can do collaborative work. What, what's going on? That's such a good question, Adam. Um, and I was thinking about this just a couple of days ago. Personally, I, this is my opinion. And I don't know if it's, I don't know. I don't feel like the stuff I'll be writing right now has any room for lyrics yeah, or some, a voice on it. I don't, I don't, be, I don't know. I don't know. I I sing. I do sing. I don't sing though. You know what I'm saying I don't like yeah. to sing. I love to sing. I don't like to sing for you're, nobody. Your parent, your parents sing. Is that right? My my pops is a vocalist. Yeah. My my grandma. She had eight children. Uh, three sets of twins. Two single. Three sets yeah. of twins. All boy girl twins. Two single. Wow. Boy, girl. Um, they had a singing group. They were the Northsiders, the Buckners, the Buckners, mm. uh, the, the Minneapolis Gospel Twins. Minnesota Gospel Twins, Minneapolis Gospel Twins, twin. the Buckners. That's yeah. my grand and led by my grandma, uh, Thelma Battle Buckner. Um, but, but, look, but look at this. My family is like heavy in the church realm too. The the world, like the church realm, like the Church of God in Christ is a huge denomination in in Black American churches. Mm -hmm. And my my grandma's dad was a founding member of that, of the whole denomination. He was prayer partners wow. with Bishop C.H. Mason, right? My grandma told me, she told me a story. She said, yeah, Evelis was the same, we the same age. Evelis used to come to the church for, for a couple of years. Evelis. And, and she said, he about, he about 12 or 13, he'll come and he would sit for when the music started and he'll leave when the music stopped. And he, and she said years later, when he, I think when he got out the military or whatever, she seen him uh, dancing on TV or singing. And he was doing the exact same moves that her papa would be doing up on stage or her brother would be doing with his guitar. Yeah. He, he was dancing the exact same way. I said, what? She said, she said if Elvis would have stayed for the word, Elvis would have been saved. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, granny. But like, that's such a, that's a visceral occurrence that like yeah. this american legend got his move straight from my family in tutwiler mississippi yeah next to, right next door to tupelo mississippi yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so it's like there's something spiritually here in the in the water and it's reflected in the music so there, there's like a musical mentorship thing in the black church right like i've, I've heard of like mm -hmm. organ like young kids who are interested mm -hmm. in the organ and they just say all right mm -hmm. you sit next to the organ player and maybe you told me that. i don't know you sit I next think, to the organ I player and just watch their hands and it's supposed to be mentorship you know what i'm saying it's supposed to be you put you put on yeah it, yes yes um but sometimes dude it's just like these kids nowadays they're, they're literally prodigies bro 
Yeah. And we don't know how they learning as fast as they learning. And like, I just told my student like, okay, dude, I can't tell you nothing about no chop. Okay. He's, he's about to be 16. He's 15 years old. I, was, I can't tell you nothing about no kind of lick or chops or nothing like that. I said, yeah. but I can tell you how to do this job that we have to do now. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But like, sure. when it comes to the, being incredible, like the kids just be having that, like the, a two year old, Corey Henry was playing organ when he was three. Yeah. Like yeah. holding it down bass and like chords, like what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't need, that's just a spirit. It's a gift. It's a spirit. It's this, yeah. it's God. It's the Holy Ghost. And we just got to keep it all the way funky. That's literally what it is. You know what I'm saying? People be sure. so afraid to be, uh, to take it spiritual. Like, I don't want to get too deep. But like, if we just literally call a thing a thing and just what it is, like the jazz get, took that from the church and gave it to the whole world. Black yeah. American musicians the, who was doing the Black American music took their whole church inspiration. And when you soloing and you're not really thinking about what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? You're not relying on yeah. your technique or your or your practice. It's like, but you pl- you're not even controlling what's happening right. to a degree. To yeah, a degree. Absolutely. That's that the idea. state. That's yeah, playing that in the state. It's the spirit. That's playing in the spirit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and what it is is every we sound good. The Bible t- says to play skillfully with a loud noise, right? Mm-hmm. So like we're supposed to put it out there. You're giving thanks back to God for the gift. That's what makes it sound good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, know, you ever notice like you never sound as dope as you do when it's just you playing by yourself. Like if you're playing on stage, like when you're practicing just one on just when it's just you practicing, you did, you do stuff that ain't nobody heard before you know what i'm saying like it's the coldest stuff ever it's like why don't this come out on the stage like why don't why yeah. don't i do this with the crowd like yeah but like there's so a what do you attest that why why like because to me like maybe that's we get in front of people and we get in our own heads maybe we like we, we we don't we find do. we're unable to find the zone you know and and our ego gets there it was like yeah. okay i gotta mm. but when it's like just you and god one-on-one and you giving your gift back like that's why it sounds so fire. And look, David in the Bible was uh, a, a, a great shepherd. He was a warrior. He was a great king. He, but he was also a fire musician. Mm. He played the, the strings. He played the the song, the psaltery, or the harp, or the. He was a guitarist. The, yeah, the lute or something. The lute. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. He was a guitarist, and and he could play the spirit into the room, and that's what tormented Saul or the dude who was you know, trying to kill him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like. It's a spiritual thing that, and so he was great because he gave so much thanks back. He, he just like that one on one, that practice time. That's what makes you get better. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But like, I noticed that it's a spiritual thing, bro. It's yeah. a spiritual thing. We just got to call a thing a thing. It's a spirit of the of music. It's a holy. Yeah. You know it's interesting. Saying? I've been reading. I've read this book a couple of times. Uh, Effortless Mastery by Kenny Werner, who's this piano player, and he talks a lot about this he's he's comes from like the buddhist faith and and okay. he, he does like meditation surrounding his thing but it's it's very mm-hmm. much like a spiritual experience you know it's like that's how he approaches finding the zone or finding mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it a place of mm-hmm. clarity when you're when you're performing absolutely and that's like that's why people play that's why they come back to their instrument because that being in that zone there's nothing else like that you know what i'm saying yeah or uh jay young told me bass player he told yep. me uh the first time that like he and someone else in the band did the same thing at the same time, it was just like the same idea. He, yeah. I, I think that was him who told me that he said, that's what makes him want to get up and play music even more to try yeah. to get that feeling again. I was just like, just yeah, yesterday, so my students were like, how does that happen? My students were asking me, how does that even happen? I'm like, well, you know, I, I with you. <laughs> what would what, you say? What'd you say? I was saying, you say? You're playing with the same people a lot. It's like you, you grow a connection you start to anticipate what each other might do it's like there's a there's a connectivity there's this like mind meld in musicians that play together a lot and it happens off the instrument hmm. the bond the kicking it the conversations yep. Yep. the support the vulnerability and yeah. the truth and like i need help with this y'all like off the instrument right then that that's the chemistry that that's how that chemistry get, gets built they um like when you're on tour, you're only playing 40 minutes. Yep. <laughs> you <get it> set. <laughs> yep. But you but you traveling and kicking it and vibing the whole rest of that time. Right. You know? So it's like And music doesn't get any better than when you're on tour. I mean, there's no better 
when you're on tour musically like i've not experienced anything like it you know especially being six weeks like doing a six-week tour or something with a band mm, mm. it's next level musically and what you can do physically just like at least for me in trumpet playing i saw you try mm. to play the trumpet in one of your videos recently so you know how hard it is <laughs> but man it, i got so you much know, respect for y'all i got so you much can, respect for trumpet players. it's like you feel like hercules after mm. being on the road six months you know yeah so it's like your individual ability is brought up and mm. this like communal thing that's been going on with the band you've been on the road with you know yeah. comes out on stage 100 percent and then, and then that's how those link ups, those are we thinking the same thing at the same time. And we've done this so many times, like I might as well go for it. Oh, he went for it too. Boom. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I try to tell my students, this is universal to life. It's not just drums. It's like, this is basketball too. I tell my, my the young ladies, this is doing hair too. Hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah. These rudiments is going to help you separate and be cleaner in your th thought processes when you get into the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, that's or, an interesting uh, analogy. Yeah, no, it's universal. Every yeah. everything, all the stuff that we do musically, it's like it's an avenue to everything else in the world. I, I did a drum clinic, uh, a master class for this artist's um, festival thing, right? Uh, uh, New Griots Fest uh, back in uh, 2016 mm. and or 2017, and this dentist came up to me. He said, "Yeah, he's like, I'm not a musician, but he said, but everything you said." It applies like the same way i'm a dentist he said and i use the same exact technique that you were talking about yeah i was just like that's wild yeah. that's why so like this all this whole language is is universal you know what I'm saying? yeah absolutely i would i would love to talk to you a little bit about how pbs soundfield came about i mean like you know when i was working with you at mcnally smith it was really clear to me you're an incredible musician but also yeah. like a charismatic order, right? Like somebody who's really wow. good with words, good with good with students. And, you know, when we went on tour and talked with schools, it was like always like we gotta give Ellie a chance to speak to these students because they're gonna be <laughs> inspired, you know. That's vibe. And so like PBS Soundfield feels like it's it's a an extension of of that spirit with you. So how did no that kidding. opportunity come about and and uh I mean some of those videos have half a million views almost. I mean it's like those are crushing. Yeah, dude. Um, that was literally just a blessing that just dropped into my lap. Literally. Yeah. Um, I did, I recorded drums for Toussaint Morrison. Yep. Um, activist here in Minneapolis, phenomenal artist, uh, podcaster here in, here in Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, recorded drums on his album and he hosts another show called America from scratch with PBS. Mm. And it's like, a, check that out. what if, it's a, what if, political show mm. yeah america from scratch what if what on if? politics uh, what if on politics kind yeah, of thing okay um but he he said you know what they're looking to start like a uh, a music kind of education kind of show that they, they want you to host and i was like yeah i'm down give me my number for sure he's like yeah, they're gonna meet at tpt in st paul boom boom and i'm thinking it's like a, a one-time like a documentary thing sure i'm like yeah i'd love to okay cool i show up and it's like uh it's like a boardroom of people they got they got catered food they like flew people in from toronto from dc they, i was just wow. like oh what is this <laughs> i'm like okay cool cool yep, I'm like yeah yep. i'm down i'm down and it turned out to be one of the coldest experiences it's so dope yeah. it's so dope and it's opening the door it still ain't even did what it's about to do yet yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's opened up major doors for me already. And um mm -hmm. that I always wanted I want to use my voice. You know, it's a, that's a a prayer I have deep down inside. Like I wanna because I know this voice is gonna probably bring in more bread than my physical labor, sweat equity. Interesting. And one one of the OGs told me he was like, Yeah, he's a black folks, like we gotta sweat to get that bag. I was like, dang, why mm -hmm. is that? So I'm trying to really, and I noticed the, the less sweat, the more bread in the boardroom yeah. or in the buildings, the less sweat, the more bread, you know what I'm saying? Like, or what about athletes? But still in that, in that realm, less sweat, the more bread. Hmm. Even when you're talking about LeBron, yeah, he feeding back, got generational wealth. Let's get it. Let's get it. But who, who there's still crumbs compared to who, who's watching LeBron in the boxes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so that sweat equity, I be thinking about that. Like, I want to, I, if I want to tap to this bag, I want to see how I could get to it without 
so much pouring out. I'm getting older and my body is getting different too. Yeah. Uh, and, and being tall and, and living in a, in a small world is, it's not, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. have to have the ex exit row on the plane because it's like, there's no right. other way, bro. Like, right. Injury. But, um, but the sound field thing back to this. Yeah. I'm trying to use my voice, bro. And it's been, I'll be learning just as much as the lit as the viewers. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, the episode, I'm not, I probably can't even talk about this. Um, I don't know if I can talk about it yet. I don't even know, but I, I, I did just get signed off for a few more episodes, like six Great. more. Awesome. I was like, oh, that was a decent little season. Okay, cool. We're starting to back up. We've been on pause for a little minute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was going to ask if you still going, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we've been on pause for a minute, but the YouTube's is going to be there forever, so it's like, right. it's going to be going, you know? Um, but we uh, I'm, we in talks of new episodes right now, and this one is going to change the culture. I'm, I'm just saying right now, I don't care. Yep. Battle rap. So oh, yeah. Battle rap. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I don't know. Somebody might take the idea. Well, we'll, we'll all, still we'll all go and watch it, you know, make sure yeah. everybody listens and goes in. Yeah. A battle rap episode. And it's going to be they're looking at that with an educational lens on it. Mm. That's just going to like, it's going to explain the culture. Like it's, a, it's the window. So it's it like the, a, the Brooklyn cipher. Like, is that? You, you discussing like where that started and and the early or like now i'm talking about what it what it's become the culture it is now where it's like yeah. it's like wrestling mixed with soap operas but it's it's black it's black um literature hmm. at the highest level of improvisation and and preparation like they, they prepare and like these verses like it's crazy what they're doing yeah. to these words quadruple entendres right you know what i'm saying yeah real wordsmiths yeah come on man it's like yeah i spent a lot of time listening to black star and i know that that those guys are deep lyrically like the early record i've listened to the new record a bunch too but um those early records i know like talib owned a you know a black owned bookstore in brooklyn you know like he like he's a you know he's a literary guy and his parents were professors the poets bro yeah all every rapper it put their emotions on a paper is a poem bro and and Mugs really don't even want to admit that, but like, yeah, you can't you can't say Kendrick wasn't writing poetry. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. all like Jay Z, Nas it became my new favorite rapper. He just dropped his new album, Kings KD three <laughs> KD three. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean the new no. Kendrick is like deep. Great, I mean so deep. You said what? The new Ken yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, there you go. That was a birthday yeah, some years oh, ago. That's beautiful. But um. Yeah, no, like their po is poetry, bro. It's poetry. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, this battle rap thing. Nas even said on the record, he said, I'm dropping bars like I'm on stage with Smack. Smack is like the uh league, the biggest league founder of the battle rap industry. It's like uh, it's a whole cool. world, bro. It's a whole world. But um yeah, that's the sound field thing. Uh, it, so have you back. thought like I if I like the way I think it, and it, you know, whatever, but I would think like, man, you've got this now you've got this like huge audience with PBS Soundfield. Have you thought about creating your own channel and like going hard doing your own videos and then monetizing that somehow and selling merch and like like it seems like you could piggyback on that and like really grow your own brand. I mean, I don't want to do any spoilers either if that's what's happening but yes yes <laughs> but 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 um so much work bro yeah and i i got a lazy thing to me the homies will be like my my, my mentor <laughs> solomon he'll be like man you bsing man you know you playing around you playing around he'll tell me that all the time and my homies in, in california be like yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're going to do it, bro. Okay, yeah, whatever. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I need to hire somebody, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, build that. a team. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like, and now you've seen it. I need to hire somebody to do that. Yeah, and you've been in it, done at the at the highest level, you know, with PBS Soundfield. Mm -hmm. So it's like you, it's like you have that inside. Yeah, exactly. I see what it takes. And like, I'm not going to do myself. <laughs> yeah, certainly, yeah. <laughs> certainly yeah. not. Yeah. Um, but, but when I, when it can come, it's going to be there. Yeah. I mean, 
But do I even need to? Do I need to? Do you need to? Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, to grow the brand and expand is just like, especially if it's not something you're passionate about. It's like, <laughs> no, I want to play drums, bro. <laughs> yeah, I want to play. Go. I really yeah. want to play and like. Well, you can use your voice more. It's good. This is the way to do it. It's like, okay, I hear you. I hear you. It's, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. It, it, this happened so far. Yeah, I'm gonna just keep. I'm gonna keep being led. I'm gonna keep being led. Okay, if I feel led to do that. God gonna make a way for it all to happen. I'm gonna have the yeah. most virus social media. I'm actually looking for a social media person, like a oh, person yeah. because I hate playing the Instagram game. But I was gonna works. say you're not active, right? Yeah, it's like you're not super active on social media, but like it looks like you would cr totally crush if you were. Like you know, <laughs> I wish I would. Like I be posting, I be posting. No, I don't yeah. be posting. I be on. No, I be. I don't even. I, I don't need to be on there that much either. Like, but I be tapped in with like the heat. I know where the culture is as yeah. far as. My Instagram is only just drums, drums and like drums, drums and like basketball and drums and drums and like cooking yeah. and just more church, church, shouting videos, drums, church. Dr you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I'm st staying close to the to the fire with the with the culture and the drum, but like all the kids, like the recording setups and like the lighting and like the video editing and like the that's another game to play, too. That's yeah. another game to play when I'm doing the YouTuber game to sh and look, look. I don't want to be that. I don't want people knowing that much about me, bro. I don't want that. I don't want mugs all up in my business like that. Yep. And that's like, I just want to show you where I am, y'all. I don't be, I don't know. <laughs> that's federal. The cameras <laughs> is already watching. Your yep. phone camera don't never shut off. Yeah. These is always on. Yeah. I'm one of them. Then conspiracy, like I, I think that's well, it's real. real. I and mean, they're real, listening. Bro. You know, you talk Come about on, something and it shows up in your feed as an ad. You know, it's like that's Come on, real. Come on. So it's like, I no, but I'm gonna see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna you ain't seen on my story. I'm like, oh, I didn't. <laughs> my, my wife, like, I would laugh at a video she sent me next week. Like, I would, she was like, that's not even funny anymore. I'm like. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, but hey, look, this is this, this dude. She was like, yeah. So I, I really don't be on it. Even like, even on my phone in general, like responding. I have so many text messages on right now. Like, I just don't be. I be trying to get out of the phone and like. But I know, I know, I know that the way to to grow and do it is like that's how you play the game. That's the gig. That's yeah. the game right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's well, like in person too. I mean, like being present in person, being. You know, it's like we talked about that a lot and like that's more important probably than the other mm -hmm. like i know a lot of people that are successful musicians that have no presence on online and i yeah. think that's so dope yeah you know what i'm saying like the cast would be like be really popping but they don't have to do no like that's so dope that's really tight but i i, I want to play some more i want to travel some more i want to like yeah get out and bring my family on that kind of thing like i'm trying to do it, bro. And I'm trying to play my music. So that's right. really what I'm focused on, Adam. I'm trying to play my music and like tour. And I'm, I have touring with other situations. Like it's, it's fun, but like the music, my music, people got to hear what I'm doing. People have to hear what this, what this sound. Like this is, I'm talking about Ableton. I'm talking about like if I got to be in a stadium, like it's there. One of the, a, a PhD experience that I had this past summer a PhD performance experience. This is what I'm labeling this as um, playing, sitting in subbing the gig for Stokely hmm. was one of the coldest experiences. And I cherish that so much as a musician. And like, I know millions of musicians, drummers specifically would have loved to be in that seat, to get that yep. call. Yeah. So like, I don't take that lightly at all. I know, I know who Stoke is. I know, yep. I yep. know that that Chris Dave, who I feel is like Michael Jordan of our culture, mm -hmm. calls him Big Bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I know how crazy of a call that is, right? And to be yep. trusted with that, but like all, all the learning that I did on it was like it was in retrospect. I'm like, okay, this brother. He, his whole life is, is like protecting his being for the gift. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. His whole life is centered around like preparing himself for to, to do the best of his ability. He showed up to the airport chewing on some garlic because uh. it's good for your, for your breathing in your throat and like yeah, knees yeah. or something. I was just like, Oh, he's locked in. Yeah. He told me, he said we was on a cruise ship. We was on a cruise ship and he said, Did you sleep with the uh the, the deck door open? I'm like, nah. It was like he was like, oh, yeah, try it. He said he said he said uh turn the air up real good in your room. Yeah. He said, and then open that deck door. He said, and then you get the mix of the warm and the cold and it's like it's good for your breathing for your I was like that's crazy like yeah. that's lit he's locked in but like yeah. i tried it the next night i was so refreshed and like it was i was dewy it was like breathing in the morning i'm like that's crazy it like yeah. so it was it was a it was a um the requirement for the gig like four members in the band told me it was like yeah still hit hard though hit hard even when it's a, a, a slow jam like it's a power ballad like yeah. it was telling me brandon told me he said yeah, that'd be cool if he was like Dakota or something. He said, but like, we finna be, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> we, it's like, he's like, we doing like amphitheaters, bro. Like stadiums. Like, yep. I was like, okay, okay, yep. okay. He's like, them big hi-hats, that's cool. He's like, you get you some small joints. Them the only ones that's going to cut. I was like, okay, I'm with it. I, whatever you say, I'm down. And then, and then like running Ableton, it's just like seeing all the details of every sound. And when you talking about, sonically painting you know what i'm saying yeah like the the backing tracks is so many textures but it fits and, and like you're triggering knowing, you're triggering yeah. tracks from ableton from the drum trailer i've talked to brandon about that on the, on the podcast we, we were talking about that a little bit yes yes and brand the way brandon got it laid out i i just respect him so much because he's so much more than just the drummer just the musician like yep he is the another audio tech okay yep, he's yep. he's recording rehearsals he's like he's but he he knows that's his strength and he makes himself a super asset you know what i'm yeah. saying like he's 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 essential to that operation you know what i'm saying like yep it's so dope it's so and that, that whole gig was just such a family vibe even in in the in the hang of it you know what i'm saying it's yep. just like it was just it was such a great experience in like playing okay there's one thing that i'd be trying to convey to my my students and then one thing i was taught at mcnally too right when you're playing with a click and this was a super proof um the stokely gig was but playing with a click most of us we'd be trying to be right on it you know what i'm saying we'd be trying yeah. to be but it, there's always a little bit of discrepancy and the, like there's, a, there's some tension there's a struggle to be there right but i was told if you let the click lead you a little bit, if you play a tiny bit behind the mm. click, just a little bit, that there's some science that's happening between you and the speakers and the audience and the ears and the thing. And, and, and it'll just sit a little better. If you, I feel like when we try to be right on with the click, it, we be rushing a little bit. It, yep. it's, it's, it's too, it's too anticipated. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you just take it, take a just right sit back seat to the click, you know what I'm saying? To play behind mm-hmm. it just a little bit. It really works. Right. So I'm listening to the, the, the track in my ears, but I take one out and I see the track outside and it, it, it works. I, I'm noticing I'm playing to the track in my ears in rehearsals, but in, I'm noticing I'm rushing every single song. Like every single song is like that bit too fast, a little bit. It's yeah. like, it's my, it's my internal clock. I have to sit even more. And look, they've been touring the, back to the old point of playing with musicians so long. Y'all, y'all know each other's like, like they all have a synced like position of like where they going to be on the track. So they, they know how far back to sit on the track. It's like, right. Oh snap. Yeah. I sound like I'm rushing. So yeah. like, that was a real thing on the gig and like i'm so seeing hearing it in the amphitheater and like seeing how the it, that little millisecond late that it's there is like oh so it makes sense for me to like sit back even more behind even and i asked him he he leaves the stage and and, and goes and sits in the crowd doing a sound check with different couple angles mm-hmm. and i and i noticed the discrepancy and i asked him i was like was it was i dragging or was i rushing and he was just like he was like Mm-mm, i didn't know none of that i was like okay Okay, so you gotta sit back on that click, dude. Yeah. Even in lessons, even when I'm in sheds, when I'm playing, the track is playing. I'm always telling my students, like, come on, sit back. 
Yeah. You on top of the click and it's rushing, you throwing off the vibe, bro. Sit back. <laughs> Like, that's really interesting yeah I've, i know i know that that's true of like in general like bass playing is always better when it's a little behind you know and it's like mm. I, I was doing some editing for jason mcglone and we were editing this funk stuff and he was like sliding the bass part around and he was like listen to how far back i can slide the bass where it still sounds good it sounds good yeah it's yeah. like it was crazy every session with jason mcglone is a master class yeah every session with Jason is a master yeah. class. He's locked in. He's, yeah, he's, he's a wizard. He's, yeah. He makes Stokely's project. Um, oh, really? Um, a bunch of it. Uh, most oh, man. Of it. I didn't know that. Most of it. That's yep. cool. He's mixed my last couple things. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, and yep. he's going to be mixing my stuff too. Just one of the greatest, man. Yeah. I've got a new project too. Uh, Brandon's working on it. He, it. he sampled a couple of my big band charts and made beats for me. So I'm doing this thing where I'm like having producers sample my big band music and turn them into beats That's and different crazy. songs. And I'm doing yeah. like collabs with artists. other artists yeah. on top of them. That's tough. So McGlone's going to mix that. But yeah, Brandon did a couple. It's cool. It's going to be dope. Um, off the record, how mm. about you most of the some horns I, I wrote a song i wrote a song maybe on the record yeah yeah I wrote come a, on a, let's go this latest song i wrote bro it's called north side yeah it's called north side and i just I, I love it i love it i love it when you write a song that you like you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. that you that you rock with i don't know some songs some some beats i make i'll be like man it's cool it works i'm famous but some joints that i i, I like that i'm like i'm excited about this one Yep. Like it's a super funny sound like Minneapolis, but like I don't feel like I'm forcing it though. I feel like it's just natural. Some Minneapolis funk kind of things, like it sounds like okay, yeah, you, you're going for it. You're well, I was gonna it. say earlier, a lot of people say they're doing Minneapolis funk, but it's like there's a certain like you actually come from the thing. It's like it's different. It's it has that earnestness. It's a different vibe. Can we talk about something real quick? I just me, I don't be I don't like gimmicky or sticky stuff. Yeah. Right. And I don't never want to be caught up in like, you know, kind of gimmicky or sticky looking stuff. Right. Yep. Um, and sometimes the Minneapolis thing gets it gets struck with like gimmicky or sticky. It's just like Yep. Hmm. But it still be sounding fire. It still be sounding like they they doing all the right stuff. Like, so what can you really say? It's like Yeah. But I just I think often Prince wasn't gimmicky or sticky. Uh, maybe some maybe some people thought he was with the, him, but his his honest like his motive was like there's no shame in my game, and he, this is me and like yeah y'all should embrace who y'all are too. That was that was his vibe. There's no shame in my game. But yeah. when, that, whether it was sexuality, whether it was androgyny, whatever it was, you know what right. and and musically and yep. musically, and he was like he was very 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 black in his music making but yeah. that but that appeal to the masses but like the thing with minnesota black is like we got the other side of well, there wasn't a black radio here back in the day hmm. you know what i'm saying so like we still all we was all listening to sabbath and uh led zeppelin and autumn cats we still yeah. locked in that's why jelly bean got that is a guitarist a crazy guitarist he yep. is because he's a a, a rock you know what i'm saying uh, yeah. a, a classic rock fan like that you know what I'm saying? Ah, that's like, interesting man my pops my pops who grew up in minneapolis don't like no kind of rap like that he don't like rap at all hmm. he he don't like rap at all but like it's a it's a that gotta be a minnesota thing because it wasn't no black radio he was a he was a freshman in high school the year rap was like invented yeah you know what I'm and, and he was on the side of like and y'all singing them nursery rhymes like that ain't no real music he's like cut on some earth wind of fire like that's, yeah, that's yeah. my pops <laughs> Sing a jazz ballad, okay. Yeah. Sing you sing sing some chords, okay. Yeah. Like that's that's my pops, right? So he yeah. don't, he don't even appreciate the poetry of the of, of the you know what I'm saying? Like he's right. on the other he's on the other side, but like yeah. that's a Minnesota thing. Being there's not a lot of black people here, and like there's a thing like you know what I'm saying. We get a lot of folks from Chicago, Milwaukee sometimes. You know what I'm saying, but still, if you if you black in Minnesota, it's very small. If you black and in church, it's even it's much smaller. Hmm. You know what I'm saying, yep. but. That's like this that it's that uh that community thing I, that I was talking about. Yep. How you go number one on iTunes was like, okay, I, I see the PBS thing. I said, I think I think it's really the community thing. I think it's like people really tapping in and be like, let me see what this is. And I, that's when I still had Facebook pushing people's like, make sure you download it. If you want to rock with it, download it. Buy it, just buy it. Boom. 
and Muggs really tapped in with it and you know it was working yeah. but in the numbers if you really get into numbers you'll see what's really possible it's like okay oh well i have to sell this many units okay i'm gonna try this boom and you can get that spot for you know what i'm saying right oh yeah it was a, right it was a blessing though man it was it was great I'll, yeah. I'll some music. That's why I want to release some more music because that's going to open more doors. I, I'm rambling. I'm talking so much, but there's one thing that I want to talk about why I'm inspired to create more music is because this dude, Mono Neon. Big Mono Neon fan, man. Big Mono Neon fan. He got like 12 albums, bro. Yeah, yeah. My feelings be peeling. I got, I've listened to so the, many the of his one. That's the coldest one. 2019 that's the coldest one that's the coldest record my favorite one that's my favorite record of his but he said i really started like really writing and like singing and pushing out the music like that until prince until i was working with him yeah and he he said he saw prince pull out a scrap piece of paper with some lyrics on it in his pocket He's still writing like that, bro. Like Prince, like it's in you that much. Yeah. And that you're just like, oh, I got to write this down. You know what I'm saying? It's in you. Like it's a part of your being. You really operate in your being like that. You're a prince. Like you could have somebody write down every one of your thoughts, but you still like, oh, oh, okay. And writing, creating, you're still an artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mahoney on said he ain't start recording until after prince passed and but but he got 12 albums i'm just thinking like this streaming thing if you put out the content and mothers be listening it's like groceries bro like when they send that little little quarterly that's in that little yeah. page be like yep. it'd be nice it'd be like okay this could be, so if you pushing out music it could work a little bit it could work for you Absolutely. if you want to make a little bit of money over some time Yep. It's a music it, it, like the way streaming is set, is set up now. Yep. That's how it's going to work out for you. Yeah. You it's that? taken me a while to realize that, but now I've talked to a lot of people that like pay their rent with that money, you know? And it's like, it's not their whole income, but it's like but it, when in music has one thing ever been your whole income, you, you know, know it's saying? like very few people have that yeah. locked in. It's like, there's, for it's, the a, most it's part, a stream. It's a stream. Yeah. It's, it's one stream. of the, it's one of the, one of the streams. Yeah. Nas just dropped a bar on his last album talking about when 1500 plays equals one sale. Like, how much we really getting? I'm like, okay, that's real. <laughs> that's yeah. real. 1500 equals one. Yeah. Yikes. Well, that's the yeah. streaming world. Right. Hey, Adam, bro, I really appreciate you chopping it up with me. Dude, thank, this you conversation, for, dude. thank you for doing this. Where, where should people follow you to, to like find your music? To I'm going to link stuff in the show notes. Instagram, PBS Soundfield. What should people do? Yes, all of that. To find the music, you can type in anywhere you stream. You type in um, L.A. Buckner, and the, the album name is Big Homie. That's the name of the band, Big Homie. We'll link Big um, Homie, yep. Yep, and, um, and PBS Soundfield. you see any of that. All of that. Awesome. Yep, you can find me there and Instagram, the Arthur B. I hate shouting out my, my tags too. I hate shouting those out. Yeah. I just don't even look for me. Just That's all right. Like, <laughs> I'll link if we're meant to link, like it'll happen. Yeah. I'm so there. I was yeah. like, like yeah. if we, it, it'll happen. Yeah. How uh, else is it gonna happen? I gotta find you somewhere. <laughs> okay. That's real. That's real. The Arthur B. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate, I appreciate it. you. Thank you for all yes, the sir. knowledge. Yeah, and all the music. Hey, let me just drop one bar too. Yeah. You want you one of the coldest teachers I've had, Adam. You one oh, of the man. coldest. Okay. Cause you presented us with a, one of the scariest challenges musically. And none of us was ready for any of 19 <laughs> sheets of music, 19 yeah. pages for a 30 minute one piece song, and all these time signatures is changing. Like what? Pat Metheny, the way up. You yeah, did it. That's right. You did, you it. did it. We killed that. I'm not it even gonna stunt. Awesome. Thank you. We killed that though. Yeah. Like, and look, 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 look. My whole thing, Adam, nowadays is like, I'm trying to deep fry everything musically. Okay. I want it to sound like church anniversary banquet chicken. Yeah. Okay. Like, as black and as churchy as possible. I'm telling my friends when they record on my music, I said, do a lot of layers and be very aggressive. Please. I told the guitar player that ain't no black guitar players here in Minnesota. Hmm. I mean, that, that do the churchy thing. Yep. They do the quartet style, 
you know what I'm saying, who play and who like Agape, like uh, Jairus Mosey, like Eric Walls, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Sharky. No, ain't no, ain't no guitar players here in, in Minneapolis. So I got to outsource. Right. But I'm telling people like I, I watched this YouTube church and like this kid on the guitar, he overplays so much. And it's so dope. It's so killing. Yeah. I just reached out to him. I was like, bro, I need you. I'm like, boom. And he's like, yeah, come on. I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on him to send me the, the, the hard back right now. Like I can't nice. wait to see what he does, but like, I'm trying to deep fry everything that I do. Cause like, it's time to be who we are. It's time to be who we are. No matter who we are, it's time to uh -huh. be who you are. Uh huh. And like, that's, I know what gets it going. Look, the crazy, like the, the it's the churchy stuff in, in popular music that we like cling to. Like yep. it's the church, like oh, yeah. that chrom chromatic movement, the funky tiny, and or like filling in the spaces, like like yep, that's church. That's, yep. Like, when I hear something and I'm like, I gotta figure out what that is. It's always that. It's always the church thing. <laughs> always. I'm saying? at the piano, like I gotta figure this out. <laughs> it's like, oh. hey, hey, look, 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 look. You was at this show too, PJ Morton. Oh yeah, came to the Dakota, right? Yep. <laughs> and he, I'll never forget this. He was doing something, and he's underrated on on piano. He's very underrated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His, his voice is dope, but like he's really fire on on keys too. Mm -hmm. And he got he tapped into something. He was doing something and he's singing along, and the keys was killing. And I looked over at uh at Kevin Gastongway at KG. Yeah. I look over at him. Yeah, and he's looking <laughs> over like, and I can just see like. <laughs> I can just see his brain like yeah. computing, like yeah, exactly what it was. I'm like, that's so fire. But like, it's that like, look, the who's who of musicians was in the house that night to see to get that deep fried, yep. to get that Louisiana, to yep. get that Louisiana, mm -hmm. okay, that New Orleans that we was there because that, that that's the source and it's the yep. churchy. That's what makes Black American music. That's what makes American popular music. Mm -hmm. I told the kids the other day in class. I said. Okay, I just play this little. I play the trailer for Quincy Jones, like the little Netflix uh, documentary, right? Yeah, amazing. I just played the trailer for it, and I and I, I and I was telling them before I played it, I was like, "This person is the most important person in American popular music. This person is Full arguably, stop. arguably, arguably in American popular music. This dude, one of the most important, like yeah, yeah like the most, absolutely." You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, no, who? No, I don't believe it. And I hit the play and it was just like, okay. I'm like, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, to go from Frank, Frank Sinatra to, to Michael Mike. Jackson, man, is like, to, Look, to, there, to there, there was, Will there was Smith a season, and Prince, Prince of Bel Air. I mean, like, putting Oprah on. He, but he's, there was a, uh, in his book, in Quincy's book, he said there was a season of maybe like six months where he was working in the mornings with Mike in, in, in Hollywood. And then he'd have to take a red eye to Vegas every night to conduct Frank Sinatra's, uh, big band at Amazing. the, at the Sands or yeah. uh, it's uh, like in, Sinatra in with Count Basie band with Quincy <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jones yeah. arrangements. And <laughs> yes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like he's flying, he's producing off the wall. He's yeah. producing thriller. Is you saying? And then, flying every night to go work with Frank on charts. It's like, yeah. that's insane. Bro. Yeah. I'm getting chills. Just thinking about it. Man. That's, that's the dope. documentary was, I left that documentary and I was like, I want to be just like Quincy Jones, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, trumpet player, you know, a hundred percent. Hey, Hey, you, you 60% there with, with all that chart reading, all that scoring uh, composition, you there. Yeah. You got a big band. You got you got an orchestra. Yeah, AMO. I'm trying to graduate. That's it, though. That's it. Okay. It's like he graduated, you know? Yeah, that's, so that's, what, yeah. that's what I'm thinking about. All right, yo. Much love. I got a split. Thank but you. this was great, Adam. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, likewise. Much love. All right, man. All good. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to my conversation with L.A. Buckner. If you're digging the podcast, please like and subscribe wherever you listen to the show. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, write a review and give us five stars. That helps us show up in other people's feeds, which will help us grow as a show. I appreciate you very much for listening. We've got an app that's called Gig Boss. That's an organizational tool for freelance musicians and band leaders. It's a way for you to manage all your schedules and finances in one place. It's free on iOS and Android. It's getting better every single month. Please check that out. We've got a Gig Boss Facebook page on Facebook called Gig Boss Podcast where we 
digest these episodes. We talk about music industry related topics and it always gets uh, fun and sometimes heated in those comment sections. I enjoy that process of iron sharpening iron. So you can join us there. We've also got a Spotify playlist now that's linked in the description below of all the artists who've been on the podcast. So if you want to check out Big Homie, you can listen to Big Homie on the Spotify playlist called The Gig Bosses. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate you.